0: Let's do this. Hey guys, my name is Abel, and welcome to another episode of Kingdom Arsenal. And today it looks different, it hears different, and that's because I've had the the studio set up with the, the nice lights and the backdrop. I'm still learning the, the the lighting and all, and I'm still learning how to use you know the equipment to be able to record, um, the well the mic the. The programming and just everything which is pretty cool cuz I'm learning a whole bunch of new things and well getting the hang of it. And for the ones that are new to listening Kingdom Arsenal was designed to document my entire process of pursuing God and everything that he's taught me how my uh, teachings and lessons and things that I understand but most of all and this is where I want to get to today is starting a new series called Extreme Kingdom Culture. It's about the culture of God and to some, the reason why extreme, right, to many people, many things that God asks them to do is extreme to them, but in reality, it's normal, and that's what I want to make this series about. It's talking about the culture of God and the way that he operates and the way that Christians should operate. It's not something that it's unachievable, but it's something that's very possible. It's something that God, that Jesus Christ did here on earth and gave us the example for us to follow, and that's This entire series of Extreme Kingdom Culture. Uh, But one big thing is that in order for us to understand anything, we have to know God. We have to know God and we have to know God. And this is where today's episode starts off with is knowing God. Now. For the ones that uh, that I've listened to the podcast before, you guys uh, heard, uh, I believe it was the last episode that I uploaded, which was Know the God of the Bible, and in there, it was with uh, 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 PL Faith, and Pastor Renato, and Jocelyn, my cousin, and I. We were sitting down at a table, and we just started to record, and I took out my phone and clicked record for the... The podcast and in the Anchor app, and we just started to talk about knowing the God of the Bible and bringing back that God of the Bible because many people have, have, I think the correct word is diluted the word to the point where it doesn't have that power that it did before. And not that God doesn't have any more power. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. But it's us that that take the meaning and that take the. Take the word of God and basically belittle it. We take our problems and we say, my problems are so high and God is so low. My problems are higher than God. And in reality, God is so great and so mighty that he's above everything and anything. And once we start to understand that, then nothing in this world is going to stop us. And that's what today is all about, is knowing God at a personal level. Level. Now, uh When I started my my journey in pursuing after God, I didn't want anything to do with them. I meant I was the biggest rebel in class, in the youth class, with my parents. I remember specifically that my parents would literally have to drag me out of my room. They called it my cave because all I did was sit down, play video games, and not leave my room except for food and bathroom and school, and that was it. Every single day, night and day, I would be there. Sometimes I wouldn't sleep because I would be playing just games all night and that was my life and my parents would drag me out of my cave to take me to church and I remember being so angry going to church because I didn't care what they were teaching there I didn't care what the teachers had to say I was the most disrespectful brat (laughs) at the end of the day that's what I was and I didn't want anything to do with them and surprisingly enough what what started my journey was one moment where my pastor was going to TJ and in there, he to go on this trip to go preach at another church that we have. He he invited me, and when he asked me if I wanted to go, the first thing that I thought of is okay, a trip out of out of the house, out of my family, away from everyone, uh, no school. All right, let's do this. Why not? So I I just went because I wanted to just to go right. I wanted to get out out of the house, <laughs> out of the country, and in going that entire trip that that long trip that we took driving there, he did nothing but deposit into me the Word of God. And he explained it to me in such a way that I never heard it before. But one of the biggest points that he that he was uh, <laughs> nailing in and hammering into me and installing into me was you have to know God and you have to encounter God in as an internal reality, so it can be an external reality. And we'll go more in depth into that. But with that in mind, as he was telling me all these things and telling me about what uh, of, of the things that God has done and what he is still doing, it left me wondering like, okay, all these stories that I've heard about God it, it, in the Bible, they're not just false then. Because I had the mentality of, okay, well, it's just people writing this, uh, all this, right? So maybe they're just lying. But as I started to really ponder about everything that he was saying, I started to have that small understanding of, oh my gosh, this could be all true, and God is real. And with that, that sparked my curiosity. I just got more curious about everything to do with God, and I kept asking questions after questions after questions after questions. And that long trip felt like such a short trip. When we got there, I was like, wait, we're here already? But I still I still want to ask so much more. I still don't understand all this. But one of the biggest points that he kept telling me was, until it's real in you, until you have that encounter with God that impregnates you, that changes you, that marks you, he explained it to me like this. He said, Abel, if you get hit by a car, Isn't your life going to be different? I mean, your bones are going to break. Maybe you're going to walk differently, but you're going to, everyone's going to know that you got hit by a car by the way that you are. The exact same way. He said, Abel, everyone is going to know that you encountered God by the way that you are. Your way of walking, talking, thinking, actioning out, everything changes. Because when we encounter God, if it's a true encounter with God, we have to change. God is not going to change. We are forced to change. And with that in mind, as he was telling me all this, I said to myself, okay, I want to have this encounter with God. I really want to get to know this God. But at the time, I was just 16 years old. I didn't even know where to start. But I did know that the right way to start was at church. And who better than, who better, I thought to myself, than my pastor to ask all these questions to. Because he's the one that his sole purpose is to spend time with God, to give word to the people. He's with God, he's receiving from God, and what he receives from God, he gives to the people. He learns it, because Acts 1, 1 says that Jesus first did, and then he taught. I know by a, for a fact that my, everything that my pastors teach, they're practicing and they're doing at a daily basis. And that entire, that day, after the service was over, I remember we went back to the hotel, and in the hotel, we were flipping through the channels, and I still had all of this in mind, and I was, you know, chewing it, and pondering, and it's like, okay, if God is truly real, then I want to, I want to hear His voice. I want to be able to get to know God at a personal level. I want to know God just like Jesus and Moses did, that every single day, every single second of their life, they were talking with God. And... You won't believe what happened. Now, God loves to speak through anything and anyone. He can use a dog. He can use a picture. He can use anything to talk to you. And you, I wasn't expecting the way that God spoke to me. As we were flipping through the channels, we, we, we stopped at a, at a movie. Let's see. I'm just pulling this up real quick. We, we, we were watching a movie called um, <laughs> Cowboys versus Aliens and something had happened I guess the aliens had, had came in into the city right and took in the, the family, uh, the women, the children and loved ones of, of the people that were still left behind and they were on their way to go and rescue everyone and in, in that moment this one person has a conversation with one of one of uh, the pastors there at, at the, the, the city. And as he's talking to him, he's telling him, do you really think that God exists? Do you really think that God is here with us? Do you really think that God loves us? I've been to church. I've I've tried reading the word, but nothing happens. I've done so many things, but I still, God is not here. And look, they came into our city. They took everything away from us. And do you really think that God exists? And this pastor replies with, with this, He says, well, surely you don't expect the Lord to do everything for you, do you, Doc? You got to earn His presence. Then you got to recognize it. And then you have to act on it. I kid you not. Those words, as soon as they came out of His mouth, I knew that I knew that I knew that that was God talking to me. I had to earn His presence. Then I had to recognize His presence, and then I had to act on it. At that very moment, I turned around with a giant smile, and I looked over to my pastor. and I'm like, did you hear that? Did you really just hear that? And my pastor with just a smile and a nod, he says, yes, but I was just waiting for you to hear Him. In that moment, I realized that I had an encounter with God that no one else had. Because that was my encounter with God. That was my personal revelation with God. And from there on, it's just been growing and growing and growing. But one of the biggest things is that in order to manifest the kingdom of heaven, in order, in order to, to you know, do everything that the Bible says, to cause these miracles, to bring back the dead, to to give hope to the hopeless, and to help those in need, in order to really make a change in this world, we have to know God. Because I, I, I'll ask you this: Are you willing to accept? Let's say that you're you're trying to learn how to m- bake a cake. Are you going to take instructions from, as an example, me, that I've never baked a cake before, and I'm trying to tell you how to? You're not going to listen because you're going to turn around. And you're gonna be like, "Well, what do you know about baking cakes if you don't even bake cakes? How do I? How can I even give you instructions on how to make a cake if I don't even know where where to begin? It's the exact same thing with us. How can we give? The gospel. How can we talk about God if we don't get to if we don't know God? Yes, there's two different things here. We can know about God, but then we can know God Himself at a personal level. And in order to know Him at a personal level, we have to encounter Him. We have to have an encounter with Him to such a degree that it marks us internally and it impregnates us. What I mean by marks you internally is that you're going to be different. You're not going to be the same. You're going to be completely different. Uh, and what I mean by that is looking back at how I started being that kid, that rebel, that, that brat, that 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 kid that had so much anger, the kid that had no hope, the kid that was afraid of dying, the kid that was afraid of so many things. To now being one of the uh, being uh, one of the leaders here at church, being one that is able to stand firm when it comes to the word of God, and, and and not just by standing firm, I don't mean that that I'm all righteous and holy. By that, I mean that I can read the word of God and I can action out the word of God. Meaning that I don't spend so much time thinking about it; I just do it. And that's <laughs> I, I remember one time well during this encounter that completely shifted my life i kicked into gear and i started to do things do things that no one else was doing there was moments in the church where people were still thinking about let's say thinking about jumping into the presence of god and as they were thinking about it abel was already in the presence of god i remember one specific night uh, um i i was in charge of putting up the lyrics on uh, during worship so (laughs) being all little right i had to carry this giant table all from a from point A to point B from across the church all the way to the to the altar. And as I set it I said set it up, I put up the screen, right? This giant white screen, put up the projector, connect the computer, and I'm there and doing the lyrics. Sitting in the front row. Keep in mind that I'm not the type of person that, that like used back then I didn't like to sit in the front row. And being this person that was sitting in the front row and had this encounter with God. I saw everyone worshiping God in the altar, dancing and praising God. And I said to myself, I want to be there. I want to be there praising God. But I had a, minist- a ministry at that time. My ministry was to make sure that the lyrics were up, to make sure that everything was running according to order. And in doing so, <laughs> I, had, I basically had to put my, my worship and pause, right? But there, it, that one night, a pastor said, all right, all servers, Come and worship God. And he, they, they, the pastor looked directly at me and he said, Abel, just leave the laptop there and come. And that moment, I dropped it and I ran to the very front. Because I said, this is my moment to be with God. So now I know that many of you are probably wondering, okay, so how do I get to know Him? How do I get to know God? And how can I have this assurance, this boldness, that when I hear His voice, I know that it's Him? And that's where it, it's super easy. I'll tell you, when you want to get to know someone, as an example, if you want to, if you want to date someone, how do you get to know that person? You spend time with them, right? With me, I had to take out my girlfriend and and talk to her and and get to know each other in that talking and us asking questions, and it was going back and forth. By spending time with God, the first the very first part that we can do is, first of all, it's reading the Word of God. It's it's picking up the Bible and actually just starting to read and getting to know God. Just keep this in mind. Everything that's in here, it's for a reason and a purpose. Jesus even himself said that if, <laughs> if they were to write everything, just think about this, if they were to write everything that Jesus did, we wouldn't have the paper to be able to contain it all. So imagine that they wrote the most important part out of everything in here. And start to read it. This is how you start to spend time with God when you get to know Him, by praying. And if you want to go another step further, it's start fasting as well. When you start to fast, you, you put down the flesh and you pick up the Spirit. So as you're spending time with God, set time apart to be with God. Don't Don't give Him the last moments of your day. Give Him the very beginnings of your day. And when you, spend, when you set time apart to be with God, don't be like some people. You wouldn't be on your phone if you were on a date, right? You wouldn't be texting in front of your date and talking to him and then texting or, or surfing through the internet on Instagram or whatever. You would be there completely 100% focused. And that's the exact same thing when we set time to be with God. We have to be 100% focused and talking to him, asking him all these questions about him, and getting to know him listen God wants to speak to you the question is are you willing to listen to what he has to say and in doing so in in spending time with God you start to build trust with God meaning that you're able to trust on his word if God's if Matthew 19:26 says that with God all things are possible if but if you've been spending time with God getting to know God reading the Bible praying fasting going to church and not just going just to sit there and to clock him, but actually listening and applying what it says, what you're, what you're being taught, that's what makes a big difference is applying what you know. Because a lot of people, they, they, they say that, quote unquote, that they know things. But if you're not actually doing it, then you don't know anything. It's like not knowing anything at all. So you're back to square one, not knowing God. When you start to spend time with God by reading the Bible, by fasting and by praying and by going to church and applying everything that you're learning, that's how you, that. You, little by little, you start to know God and His ways. Just build trust with Him. Listen, some people say that trust is earned. Trust is not earned. Trust is built. Because if you have the mentality that you're going to earn someone's trust, and you're going to be working for the rest of your life for the approval of someone, when trust takes two people working together in order to build this, and God is willing to help you. He's willing to, to speak to you. He wants to talk to you, and He wants to build trust with you. Not because God doesn't trust you, but for you to have trust in God. And this trust, listen, this trust produces this confidence in us. Confidence that we have this peace of mind, that we know that God is going to complete what He says. This trust produces this confidence, and this confidence produces this assurance. This assurance is this boldness. We need to be bold in order to action out the Word of God. And... In the culture of God, in His kingdom culture, in the extreme kingdom culture, we are going to have to be bold. Because in order to be faithful to God, we have to stand for what is right and for what is righteous, for the truth which is God. And listen, I'll I'll finish off with this, is that there are going to be moments where people... Or situations try to discourage you, but this is where we where we run into the presence of God to spend time with God into our prayer into our prayer closet. We lock the door. We sit here and we're reading the Word. We're praying with God. We're fasting and and we're asking questions about God, but we're always seeking Him. We seek shelter in Him when we feel that every the world's against us. We come and we seek shelter in God. And little by little, you start to know God. And just keep your ears alert and open to, he- so you can hear the voice of God. Listen, to reject the voice of God is to reject the face of God. And God can use your pastors, your leaders, your teachers to talk to you. And when they give you the Word of God, and you know that it's Word of God, if you reject it, as an example, let's say that... Uh, Many people don't like to tithe, but the Word of God says to tithe. And if your leaders say you're not tithing and you're supposed to be tithing, if you reject that and you say, I don't want to do that, you're rejecting the face of God. You're rejecting God Himself because you rejected His voice. If you reject His voice, do you really think that God is going to show you His face? If He rejected a messenger, someone that speaks before Him, on behalf of Him, do you really think that He's going to, to keep on working? I'll show you this. that, that I just, you know saw just now before we started recording okay so in Matthew uh, chapter 10 verse 40 it says he who receives you receives me and he who receives me receives who sent me meaning that when you receive someone when they come and they give you word and it's coming from the Bible let's say that it's your mom or your dad or or your cousin or whoever that comes up to you and says hey I want to give you this word and if you take it and you throw it away what you're doing is that you're rejecting God himself So that's something to to think about. And for you to start, it's just three simple things. Let's start by reading the Word of God, start by praying, and start by fasting. And don't forget, you have to go to church. And well, this is, maybe to some people, it might be extreme, but in reality, it's normal. This is the extreme kingdom culture of God. And this is episode one of getting to know God and knowing God. And well, I can't wait to start the next one. Well, I hope you have an amazing and wonderful day. And my name's Abel, and if no one has told you that they love you, I want to be the very first one to say, I love you in Jesus Christ. All right, I'll see you next time.